0: Uh,
1: Howdy, folks.
0: Are you from no, that the Wild it. West now? That was
1: it. That oh. was all I was going to do.
0: Okay. Uh, welcome back to Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. I'm Condra,
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: We're the Amateur Nerds. We sure are. And today we are talking about Minute 30, which starts with Darvis's critique of Sindra and ends with Darbus being disgusted.
1: Ooh, the, the subtitles even say so. Yeah, so we get a whole nother minute of auditions, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> For new listeners, I haven't seen this movie before. I, I see it one minute at a, as a time as we watch it and record. Yeah, I mean, just the idea of, you know, how long is the movie? A hundred minutes or so?
0: Eighty-nine, something
1: like no, that? No, that was Fantastic Mr. Fox was oh. 87 minutes. This one's actually a little bit longer.
0: That makes more sense.
1: Let's see. We're at an hour ten. Oh, boy. Um. Okay, so 110 minutes. Wait, no. An hour we have an hour ten left and we're 30 minutes in so it's an Number hour 40 40? in total so it's a 100 minutes in total
0: Wow I guess that makes sense for a two hour time slot
1: yeah yeah two hour time slot um TV 100 minute movie regardless the fact that you're gonna spend whole uh, two whole minutes on auditions where you have like you know a big ensemble cast a musical nonetheless where you know you have to dedicate whole like two or three four minute segments on songs. Um, this is a big go. Although I guess you put this in, you don't have to have a musical number for a little while, except you're laughing in a way that I think actually. And I think you're right because Don't Sharpay and Ryan have a musical number exactly. coming right up. Okay, yes. so who knows? But we get a whole two minute segment here. But
0: I think it's comedy in a way that hasn't been in a while. Like the last few minutes before this were quite slow and boring, and it was a lot of talking. Well,
1: we got Troy sneaking around, which was actually refreshing. <laughs>
0: yeah, but before that, it was like. Sharpay and Ryan talking about Gabriella. Gabriella and Taylor talking.
1: Uh, the, the, Chad coach, and Troy the coach, the coaches being mad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Coach Bolton and Darbus being mad at each yeah. other. Like it's been a lot of talking. So like to have this much music. Yeah, it's nice.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we start off with Miss Darbus talking about Sindra's singing. She says, "Oh, the the courage to reach for a note that has not been accessed in the natural world." <laughs> Which. I mean, it's a pretty creative insult, um, yeah, the idea she, that, like, she's singing so ambitiously as, like, in her operatic way that, that she would reach a note that no one had hit before.
0: Yeah. Sindra doesn't see it as a criticism, though. She, she takes it as a compliment.
1: Well, yeah. well, that's what Miss Darbus is doing. She's saying an insult in the form of a compliment. Yes. Maybe if you tell me the bad news in a good way, it won't sound so bad.
0: Exactly. But Kelsey knows exactly what she's doing and has a funny kind of reaction.
1: Yeah. Well, that's afterwards. Um, Oh,
0: it continues.
1: Miss Darvis says bravo, then corrects herself and says brava.
0: Which I was going to ask you Um,
1: why. It's not... Okay, so in Italian, it's the same thing. Uh, Well, it's like gendered words. Okay, so So bravo is like... The
0: masculine form. The
1: masculine form and Brava. brava is the feminine form.
0: Ah, that makes sense. I figured it was probably something along that, but like her very emphatic like bravo yeah was very noticeable
1: most people say bravo first and then they're like oh but actually i know if you're being fancy that it's actually brava," which is the sort of like character thing for miss darbus makes sense it
0: worked for darbus and then she recommends that cindra try the spring (laughs) musicale
1: is the spring musicale gonna be Madame butterfly like what what are we doing here
0: I think she's trying to very gently put her down. Yeah. But Sindra still scoffs and walks. Away. She's like, she goes, huh. <laughs> and that, just the concept of having a winter and a spring musical in a public school calendar Yeah, is mind boggling.
1: Yeah. Especially considering like they're just getting back from break. The turnaround on this winter play is very fast. Mm. We had a pause there because I, I was trying to sneeze but couldn't. It's hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> Yay.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's just... And the budget, like, they have the budget to buy more yeah. than one musical a year. Well, maybe, maybe they, they just use the same set. <laughs> or, like, I guess Kelsey wrote this one, so, like, they don't have to pay for this one. Yeah, or, you know... Maybe this, is like... a. It's not like a junior show, junior project kind yeah. of thing.
1: Well, most schools can fit, like, one musical a year, but then they do, like, other plays and stuff that are smaller.
0: But based on, so earlier, I don't know if you remember this, Sharpay saying they did start in 17 school plays. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of school plays. That's a
0: lot of school plays. Well,
1: maybe that went back to middle school, but still. And then, yeah, so when, when Miss Darbus suggests the Spring Musicale, Cindra kind of looks over to Kelsey, and Kelsey tries to do, like, a polite smile, but it's a little too, like, it's a little too cutesy, and Cindra kind of rolls her eyes yeah, and walks away. I
0: think Kelsey does not nail the smirk very yeah. well, because she's, like, trying to be in the same way as Jarvis, like, putting her down gently and, like, with kind remarks, but it comes off as kind of sassy, kind of yeah. Like smart. Yeah. And, yeah, Cindra does not take it well.
1: Yeah. And then we cut to...
0: There's like silence, like Kelsey stops playing her yeah. music.
1: You, yeah, usually in between, like we get a little like the the piano introduction and it's like, OK, we're moving on to the next uh, audition and the piano will actually start before we cut the
0: to the new person,
1: cut to the new person. There's probably a fancy editing term for that. I don't remember it off the top of my head.
0: But this doesn't happen this time yeah. because we have a magnificent dancer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this this very tall, lanky dancing boy. So
0: the actor who's doing the dancing, his name is Jason Fulmer. He actually comes back for High School Musical three. I think I saw that would make sense because no, no, he is in Return to Halloween Town. That was the oh other okay, one. and he, yeah, he does some other like DCOM-y kind of stuff. He's in Good Luck Charlie and right. Return to Halloween Town. So his appearances, is
1: he's made just if if not roles than just appearances on these shows.
0: Yeah. He is on point. Well, not he's not actually on point, but he's on his toes (laughs) without being in the proper slippers to be on point.
1: It's very confusing because right, everyone else has been singing to audition, and now we just get this boy who's just dancing. Miss Darbus and Sharpay and Ryan all seem to be very impressed.
0: Ryan's a little less so. Sharpay is definitely into it. Like, she finds this guy attractive. Darbus is impressed by his skill. Yeah. And Ryan is confused, but yeah. not a level But still of con- in,
1: an, in an impressed way. Yeah,
0: like, man, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, some good dance in here.
1: And, it yo know, yeah, you kind of mentioned, but it is more like ballet style.
0: So, yeah, it is in a ballet style... He's got the slippers that would be kind of associated with um, not being on point, but still practicing ballet. Or I guess um, modern dancers use them, too, to some extent. But he does. I'm trying to remember the terminology. He, like, leaps into frame. I can't remember what that's called. And then he does some spins and then, like, continues to. Yeah.
1: So he comes from stage right and then he go he's going towards stage left.
0: With, in, in stage, like, in center stage, he's doing a couple spins and, like, yeah some some performative, like, I have this skill.
1: Yeah, and as he goes off stage to stage left, he, like, crashes, weirdly. Yeah. We don't see it. It's in, kind of like, a, off, like an off-camera joke.
0: Yeah. But it, I mean, he would have been seeing where he was going unless he took, like, one too many steps. Like, he...
1: Yeah, or presumably when you're off when you're off stage, there's like stuff lying around like the camel that Troy was next to. So maybe.
0: Yeah,
1: maybe he has the skills of dancer, but he doesn't have a lot of spatial awareness that, you
0: know, that's that's a problem. And
1: we're either meant to assume that he gets injured in the process or that, you know, the the idea that an accident like this would happen means he's probably not a good person to be in the musical as a whole.
0: Or the fact that he doesn't sing means he's not appropriate for the ensemble. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you know, it's it's its own funny like version of an audition role. Uh
0: especially its silence, I think. Yeah. It's just him like you can hear his footsteps on the on the stage and Sharpay kind of has a little gasp. It's not. She clutches her pearls a bit too. Like yeah, take, she goes
1: like, a, "Oh my!"
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Ooh, I like this." Um, um, and Darbus is smiling and very much enjoying yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and then well. once he crashes, everyone's like worried. Are uh, they okay?
0: Kelsey gets up. Kelsey
1: like stands up from the piano, and like puts, slowly puts her arm up
0: to try and see over to like yeah, because
1: she's she the only see. one who would actually be able to see him.
0: Yeah, and then we have as credited Weird Kid One and Weird Kid Two. Yes. Who are played by Sammy Rowe and Melissa Hildbrandt.
1: Yes. And they are doing an interpretive dance uh, version Spoken of... Spoken
0: poetry, like beat poetry version of this song.
1: Not even beat poetry. That implies that there's like a bass line or something behind it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's funny. Like
0: It's very clever. Um, I think it was unexpected. Yeah. It, it doesn't match anything we've seen. And we haven't seen characters like this.
1: Yeah. Well, it did kind of build, right? So we start off with, like, very traditional, like, two people who are, like, you know, they're okay singers, but they're kind of bad. And then we get Susan, who was, like, very weird in her own way. Mm-hmm. And we get Syndra, who was, like, okay, like, escalating. Like, it just es- escalates more and more. And then to the dancer, who's just weird in this other way. And then...
0: We get outright weird.
1: Yes. Um, but escalating in the way that's, like, it's not like they get worse and worse. They just get weirder. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, as we were saying last minute, like, it's an interesting direction for the movie to take that, you know, all these gags are unique.
0: Definitely. And they, so the girl is kind of dressed like an Avril Lavigne style where she's got, like, the beanie and she's got her suspenders, but they're not on her. They're hanging off the back and they're, like, plaid. Yeah. Um, and she's got just, like, a normal T-shirt and, like, skater yeah, they're dressed similar stuff. to Kelsey
1: um, yeah. in this kind of artsy way, but more in, like, a hippie artsy way.
0: I would even say, like, a skater slash, like, drug, like, a weed smoker yeah. kind of way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they're going for, I yeah. guess. Yeah,
0: but I I think Kelsey's artsy way is very, like, paintbrush and hairstyle, yeah. where they're, like...
1: Yeah, like, hippie, like...
0: Yeah, I, I even, I want to say they verge more skater style, though.
1: Yeah, well, a blend between those, yeah. let's say,
0: because yeah, there the is guy, overlap. Yeah, the guy does have, like, more paisley. He's got, like, a paisley. He's got a weird shirt. Yeah. It's very, like, polka dotty, colorful. Um,
1: but, so the girl's doing most of the words. She's doing, like, it's hard to believe, and then the guy says, like, believe, that I couldn't see, and then the guy says, see. And
0: he they're, like, moving their hands around their face to, like, it and, like, Hand their arms around with kind of the feel of the line yeah. lyrics.
1: Yeah. It's like a, a, interpretive dance. Like, it's hard to describe with they words. They do some
0: wavy arm yeah.
1: motions. But when the guy says "see," like, that's like a very laugh out loud moment. You did. And then, so the other joke beyond this is that, like, we look at Miss Darbus and Kelsey are like, okay, this is kind of weird. What's going on? And then we cut to we Sharpay a, and Ryan. And
0: it's a pan. Yeah. So we start with Sharpay. And we start panning towards Ryan. And Sharpay is, like, a little off-put, but she's she's not outright disgusted yet. Yeah. Ryan is bewildered. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then she look, turns over to Ryan, and Ryan... Yeah, the joke is that either that he's, like, so bewildered that his, like, mouth is wide open, or that he's, like, weirdly enjoying it and is like has never realized that art could be done this way before. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an equivalent scene from another movie where it's, like, the gag is that, like a theoretically dumb person is like really enjoying some sort of like
0: she's all that
1: um I, I don't remember she's
0: all that has um an exposure to like a different kind of painting style that is like oh i didn't know art could look like that
1: you okay that's i'm i'm thinking of like a like you know a, cut, a cutaway joke from like the big bang theory where like penny's boyfriend at the time who is like a dumb guy like, sees something and is like, whoa, more like that kind of okay. joke than like a, ooh, I didn't know art could be like that. You were like, yours is very, <laughs> yours is very good, like a good pull, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, because Ryan could be doing it in that way that it's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that kind of, it's not all Broadway.
1: Yeah, I think it's more like the the kind of like person who doesn't understand what bad art is, is impressed by bad art.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I think I think I think Ryan knows what bad art is, though. He he is very well versed in musical theater.
1: Yeah. But in a way that like any variation from that is impressing him, even though that this is bad. OK. Like he, he just thinks because it's different then it's amazing.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it doesn't seem like he's amazed. Like he's there's definitely an element of confusion on his face.
1: Yeah, I th- I was me watching it. I thought is the, uh, it's the version of the joke where it's like, it's kind of like someone who is kind of like stupid, does it like, and not is kind of amazed by something that's kind of mediocre. Um, and it's like, oh, they're, they're kind of stupid for thinking that that's good. But there, yeah, I guess it is. There's m- many ways to interpret it.
0: And they continue. Yeah. And it just gets weirder. They start rolling on the floor and crawling yeah. around.
1: Yeah. So two things. one, Kelsey, again, she stops playing, and then she gets up, and it's weird because it looks like it's the exact same shot. She's standing up from from her piano and putting, like, her arm up and going like, huh? And it does look like it's the exact same shot as when the dancing guy crashed. It's hard, like, the angle is, like, maybe slightly different.
0: Yeah, we tried to do side by side, and it's just, it's, like, just off.
1: But... It, like, or the,
0: like the speed is different of her but, standing yeah
1: but honestly like it could have just like been edited like like cropped or sl- er, and framed slightly different but it could be the same take almost yeah. just like framed slightly differently but it's hard to know because like in, in a tv movie like this like even some sometimes seems like some of the shots where she's like confused and turning around are like very similar
0: yeah i wonder how much of it were like kelsey just like Look confused and stand up from yeah. her piano, and she did like multiple takes, and they're like, "Yeah, eh, that's enough."
1: Okay, and then after the weird duo stop, what's what's the Darv- teacher's name? Darvis.
0: Darvis <laughs> like full out stops them.
1: Yeah, she says that was disturbing. Go see a counselor. She might not have said disturbing. What was?
0: No, she says disturbing.
1: Okay, go see a counselor, which you know is a little problematic. Yeah, but you know. Darbis jo- is
0: problematic.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the joke that, like, okay, like, you have no idea what's going on.
0: Our um, expression is individual to some extent. Like, don't insult them like that. Like, it's yeah. inappropriate.
1: Yeah. The, the joke, like, from Miss Darbis' perspective is, like, why did you just come in here and audition for a musical with this spoken word dance? Like... Like you might want to get your head checked if that if you think that, that was the correct thing to do, and yeah, just it doesn't hold up. But
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it would have held up at the time. Like I wonder if it's one of those things to just like demonstrate how Darbus is not a good teacher or a, really a good person. Yeah, like we've already seen these other moments of her carrying like judgment over from Bolton to Troy and stuff like that. Like yeah, it just. It's more of her negative characterization. Yeah,
1: it was just a weird beat to end the minute on.
0: Yeah, um. it's a very low, where, like, the last minute we have, like, the end of Sindra, and, like, it's, like, Darbus is like, ah, yes.
1: Where, yeah, it feels like this, like, that, The this line from Darbus is supposed to be, like, the climax of this kind of m- scene. And just because it's so weird that, and then it's like, okay, well, you kind of ruined the comedy. But, you know.
0: Yeah, and Darbus, like, absolutely scoffs and, like, has a disgusted noise. Like, that's what you end on.
1: Yeah, but, you know, Darbus is kind of stuck up, so if she can't appreciate fine art, then that's her problem.
0: Exactly.
1: I guess, are there more, like, one-off gag auditions I
0: don't think so. I think we've seen them all now. Okay. But I'm not 100% on that. Oh,
1: the, the weird kids were also our first group, like our first two-person audition.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we're moving into a different category now.
1: Okay. But before we do the decom, who would you, like, of the people that we've gotten so far, who would you cast?
0: I would cast first person, the curly hair, blue sweater Like, these are all ensemble. I don't think any of them are strong enough for the lead. Okay. Like, they are also not trying out for the lead, so. Presuming that we're going off of what they're auditioning for.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Alan, I would probably cast.
1: Alan, I'm not sure, because if he can't can't be loud at all, then you don't want him on stage. But if
0: you're part of an ensemble and, like, you're a person in the crowd, like... We don't know what this play is about, so maybe they just need like people walking around. Yeah, it
1: seems like the only person I wouldn't like I outright wouldn't cast is Susan and probably the interpretive dance people.
0: Yeah, I don't even Cindra though?
1: I Cindra like I'm um, like she can probably be told to, t- to tone down her voice. If she can't sing more quietly, then she's gonna drown out the lead singer like the lead singers the in the main roles.
0: And Sharpe will smack her.
1: Yeah. But other than that, like it seems like she knows how to sing. It's just like you need to work with people beyond just throwing them out because they're not perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I did want to talk about that before we moved on.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good, a good thought. Um, so no to Susan and no to weird kids one and two.
1: Yeah. But everyone else I like. Okay. And from a practical standpoint, I feel like you could work with them.
0: Yeah. Maybe the ballet dancer. We're not sure if he could yeah, see or not.
1: Yeah. Or if he got injured. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the decom of the week. I have, pre- I have prepared a movie. So Condor will have to guess what it's about. Uh, and so we have Alley Katz strike. Uh, From March of two thousand, directed by Rob Daniel, starring Kyle Schmid, Robert Richard, and Kaylee Kuoko of Big Bang Theory. Um, Not Kaylee Kiyoko, who's a pop singer, I think. Mm -hmm. Kaylee Kuoko, or Haley Kiyoko. I don't know. There's some. There's some confusion there um, on my part, at least. Um, Kaylee Kuoko, but the main two are Kyle Schmid and Robert Richard.
0: Would I know either of them? from Um,
1: Yes, Um, Robert Richard. Um, He's got an apostrophe between the R.I. and the Chard. He is the lead role on Cousin Skeeter, um, the old Nickelodeon sitcom. I made a couple appearances on Figure It Out. Um, He's also in Coach Carter and uh, the UPN show One on One, which is like a sitcom from the mid-2000s. Kyle Schmid, I guess I'll just give their kind of just general IMDb's. Um, You might not recognize him. He was in a couple movies, and then before he made this movie, he was... Appeared on television in uh, I Was a Sixth Grade Alien.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know the book series.
1: Um, And then he was in the Cheetah Girls movie. Okay. Um, He was in the BBC show Copper that ran in like 2012, 2013. The History Channel show Six, which ran in 2017, 2018. And then in 2005, he appeared in The Pacifier, which was the... um,
0: The Rock?
1: No, uh, Vin Vin Diesel Diesel and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. He's kind of like a white... Brunette is average soccer
0: player one?
1: I don't know. Okay. He's he's like an average looking guy.
0: Okay. Um Or is he the one from the I wonder which one he is from Sister um, Traveling Pants.
1: Alright, so yeah, those are your main two and then okay katie Kuoko just because she's also famous.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Alright, so when was this movie? Two thousand and it's Alley Cat's Strike.
0: And it's is it yes. A L L E Y or Okay. And there's no surprise Z in there either, right?
1: No, it's not cats with a Z. <laughs> okay, and it's not Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats either. That's,
0: okay, I needed. To it's make not
1: sure. Jellico Cats Strike.
0: Great. So Alley Cats Strike. It's either a baseball or a bowling movie. Those are <laughs> those are two very different things.
1: Though. What which do you think?
0: <laughs> I think it's a baseball movie. Tyler's looking at me like it's a bowling movie. So I'm just yes. Gonna go <laughs> with the bowling. I guess there's some um, an Alley Cats book series that they're baseball players. So, okay. Um. um
1: but alley and strike are you know bowling.
0: yeah no i know but it could have been like a inner city baseball team that like isn't that good
1: plays in the alley
0: yeah okay so this is a bowling movie young boy so
1: kyle schmid kyle
0: schmid um we're gonna call him todd i don't know
1: no, just just this is really funny because Todd is the name of the other character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I won't call him Todd because that'll get confusing. <laughs> so what do we call like him? Jason. We'll call him Jason. Um, okay. So Jason is a high schooler. I guess he's that age.
1: They're actually in junior high in this movie, but doesn't okay. really matter.
0: Okay. So Jason is a late. Junior high student. We'll go We'll yeah. go with that. Okay. Kind of hard-ish Fam, Like, doesn't quite fit in at school. His dad's kind of hard on him. Doesn't quite fit in. Doesn't have, any, like, good friends per se. But he's, like, trying to fit in. And he, like, sees this flyer in his school of, like, local bowling team. Like, let's go check it out. And he's like, oh, it's not too expensive. Like, I might be able to do this. And he goes and he's like, walks in and you know those scenes where you're like watching and there's just like really good person and you get so incredibly intimidated and you're like oh god no I can't do this yeah um that is Todd who is the other guy that you said at the beginning Robert Richard yeah um so he's like crap how it's very karate I'm gonna go karate kid route on this
1: (laughs) wait so does he get bullied out of the bowling alley and he needs to go to the scrappy other bowling alley
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) I was going that route, so we're just going to go. And he, like, tries out, but he doesn't do that well because he doesn't know what he's doing. And they're like, wow, you're the worst. And, like, oh, no wonder you don't have any friends and all that kind of stuff. They
1: beat the crap out of him (laughs) with bowling balls. (laughs) No.
0: No, they don't kill him. So he gets very discouraged, and he's like, I don't know what to do. But he goes back at, like, a later time, and he sees this, like, other person, these other people that are just, like, there having a good time, and he's like, hmm, maybe I can, like, try to play with them and, like, learn how to and show these other guys, like, I know what I'm doing. And they're building up to, like, the big bowling tournament. So he would go head-to-head, and he's, like, picked kind of, it's kind of like Bad News Bears, where, like, Oh, maybe um, this team's so not. So there's
1: there's like the group of misfits. Yeah. And there's like the like there's like the one in the wheelchair or something. There's like wow, you can actually bowl. Yeah, but they wouldn't let me on the team because of the wheelchair. Like
0: yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So they like but, become friends. But,
1: but are they at another bowling alley or the same bowling the alley? Same bowling alley. Okay, that doesn't make sense. We keep going.
0: <laughs> well, bowling alleys more than one lane
1: (laughs) oh so he tried out for the good team that was like on the right side
0: but and well he was like maybe i'll try again like he wasn't going for tryouts or anything but he was like maybe i can like learn how to by watching people and then he sees this other team and they're like having fun and like they don't quite fit in he's like oh maybe they'll like let me
1: they have fun the other team's serious yeah okay
0: yeah and so he starts to like make friends and they hang out at school and like he doesn't have any friends and he's like wow Bowling is like this fun good thing for me and it does it like he they go up against and like it's his he's the final competitor and like it's him against the guy that was really mean to him at the beginning and they're like, Oh, who's gonna win? and he wins like at the last second and he's like, Man, I guess I didn't in like I guess I didn't need to be on this team and like they offer him a p- spot and he's and he like turns no. it he down. turns it down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because he's found his true friends in this in this group of misfits. Okay. And there's probably other shenanigans. Like there's a bowling training montage <laughs> and like he drops the bowling ball at his toe at one point. Oh, um, yeah, you know it. Absolutely. Um, and his parents are really proud of him at the end. They're like, wow, you're not a mess up after all. At first
1: they were like, we're not going to buy you bowling shoes. Get a life, loser.
0: Well, no, they were just like, oh, uh, they didn't even know what he was up to. Like, okay. They didn't care. They just kind of left.
1: <laughs> Where have you been? You didn't call me when you were at back home from school. Like, sorry, Mom, I was at the bowling alley. The bowling alley? <laughs> yeah, I met some cool kids there.
0: So that that's Alley Cat's strike.
1: Okay. Um, you're wrong. Um, Obviously. but honestly, yours makes more sense. Cool. Okay. Here's, here's what it is. There's a basketball game between the, the junior high schools of East and West Appleton. Um, this basketball game ends in a tie. Ooh, so the, the, the game, the, the game needs to be settled by a, a bowling game. <laughs> I don't know what mechanics, I don't know if they like look it up in the rule books and like, weird, that's that that's a rule, but uh, it's for like the Apple Cup or whatever. There's like a special like East versus West and like whoever wins this gets like, like a, a homecoming. special
0: homecoming. Yeah,
1: like gets like a special prize. So I guess, you know, if it ended in a tie, they couldn't just go to overtime. They had to settle it with bowling.
0: Obviously.
1: So basketball game settled with bowling. Todd, played by Robert Richard, is on the basketball team. And his friends like jokingly signed him up for the bowling team, so he goes to bowling, and that's where Alex and um, who's played by Kyle Schmid and his kind of like more gang of misfits, I guess, or just kind of you know more normal friends hang out. Um, Alex's dad owns the bowling alley, and Alex is kind of this other character, and Kaylee Kuoko is one of the other friends. So Todd, you know, joins their team. And you know, Alex, like they're hesitant at first, but you know he he gets he gets there eventually, and him and Alex are becoming good friends, so good of friends that Alex is kind of like leaving his old friends behind and becoming such good friends with Todd. Oh, they no. like go to a party or something. Wow, and Alex is getting worse at bowling while Todd is getting better, and it's like Alex is feeling more and more left out. Is he draining his powers um and like, oh, and he like he finds out that Todd's friends don't even like him. They're just like pretending so that they can get better at they can win the bowling competition and things become heightened when it turns out that not only does this bowling game going to settle who's going to win the apple cup but also the wager there's a wager between the uh, mayors of the towns that whoever wins the bowling game will also get to name the new school that they're building
0: is it like a joint school I don't
1: know <laughs> so eventually Alex's dad teaches him a lesson that he used to be friends with Todd's dad who is the mayor. Oh. Um, and Todd's really popular. Another there's another plot where like Todd like helps like refurbish the bowling alley because he's so popular they like throw a party there, a bowling ball as it were. Ooh. Um there's a lot of weird details in this movie. <laughs> um so Alex's dad explains how he used to be friends with Todd's dad, but they had a falling out because they argued, they were arguing about uh, who was responsible for losing a baseball game. And he's like, you shouldn't let dumb arguments get in the way of your friends. And so he makes up with Todd and all of his old friends. And then the climactic bowling game happens. Oh, they're also their team is kind of scrappy underdogs. And the, the West high are, I don't remember which team is East West, but the, uh, the other town, they get like a professional, like bowler to like train their team. And their, their, their team kind of has these like ratty jerseys, Except um, Todd gets helps them get New Jersey and they get the name of the Alley Cats. Uh-huh. That's the name of their team. And so in this climactic bowling match, what do you call it? A match? Uh, Alex rolls a 7 10 split, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the back spins. And he doesn't actually bowl the, the big winning role. It's actually their friend Delia, who's not Kaylee Kuoko, but this other friend, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> uh, and she rolls. You know, he puts. She's like a nerdy physicist or whatever. So she rolls it with a perfect spin.
0: So someone else has to pick up his 7 split? Well, you
1: do like a substitute or whatever. Oh. And so they win the game, and like they're, but they feel weird about like naming the school. Like they feel weird about having the, so much rely on them. They're like, it was just a fun bowling game. Like kind of like what you were saying, like. It shouldn't be about competition. It should, be, should just be about fun. So they decide just to name the new school Central Middle School. And that's like the compromise. And then, yeah, yeah everyone's friends at the end. Nice. But yeah. Which one would you watch? Um, this one feels weird. I think based on the cast, I'd be interested in either. But yours seems like, as even though yours seems like more traditional and like basic, yours probably seems like a better movie. This one seems weird, and I don't know if this is actually good. <laughs> so there's that.
0: And then the other big question.
1: It is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. So there's that. Cool. But yeah, that was Alley Cat Strike and Minute 30 of High School Musical. Condor where can people find us on the internet?
0: They can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: Send us an email at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com.
1: And tell a friend about us. You know, that's the best way to get listeners.
0: Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our music by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. And hey, we've got a song maybe next minute. Who knows? But we'll be back next week. You can bet on it.